they do each year there in Chiang Mai, and the other was to Costa Rica. And so we've had that privilege of doing it. And it's always good for you to get some report back since many of you have helped to support these different team members that have gone around the world. And we're grateful for your support. We really are. And one of the things that we have found over the years that has been of some level of concern is that when you go on a missions trip and people support you and you come home and you don't ever tell them what it was about or what it was like, they've invested in you. So it's only appropriate that you get the opportunity to hear reports. So I'm going to ask different ones to come and just share briefly a testimony. Uh, I emphasize briefly, briefly a testimony. Did I say briefly? I'm sorry. Let me, let me say that just in case that you didn't hear. We're going to emphasize just for today that you briefly give a testimony, make it cogent and to the point uh, of what your experience was. And for many of our team, at least, that went to Costa Rica, it was their very first time ever going on a missions trip, or ever even leaving the country. So that was a big deal, including even flying, which was really fun. Uh, we had no, no problems on the flights whatsoever. Um, I wanted to just mention from my perspective, uh, one of the things we like to do as a church is to uh, go and visit the missionaries that we support to be able to see what it is that they're doing so that we can better pray and better support them. And so we went down to see Nate and Laura Norman, who are missionaries with, with, with what's called the Praying Pelican Ministries, because the pelican was, at least, I don't know if it still is, the national bird of Costa Rica. And so they felt like it was appropriate for that. And so they actually connect with local churches and pastors around Costa Rica, as well as other Central American countries. And they actually help to facilitate teams from the U.S. coming down and partnering with those churches. And so that's what we had the opportunity to do, to go and be with a pastor and his wife, Pastor Alvaro and Victoria, who were pastors of a church called Ebenezer in a little village there in Costa Rica. And we had the privilege of doing three primary things. We did a work project in which we repainted the whole of their church sanctuary inside and out. And when I say painted, I mean painted and painted and repainted. Because one of the things they like to do is to stretch their paint. And the way they stretch their paint is by adding a lot of water to it. And so it's like it's dripping down off the wall. So we would put a coat on and then we'd look back at it and we couldn't tell that we did a coat. So we'd do another coat. So most of it has at least four, four coats of paint. Uh, so we had a work project that. And then we also did a feeding project where we took food to the poor that the pastor had already determined ahead of time wanted to reach out to, and many of them were non-believers, just people in the community that they wanted to reach out to. And then we also did a children's ministry, like a VBS program, and that all of that ended up being very successful. And from my perspective as a leader of the team and uh, watching how our team worked, I think they did a phenomenal job. They really did. They worked well together. They had good attitudes. They pitched in. They helped. They served. They worked. Uh, the temperature was nothing like what we had anticipated it would be. It was kind of cold. Um, I think the highest it got to was 110, and then my thermometer shut off. And we were a little bit discouraged because we had just, we brought warm clothing, and it was cold at night. Uh, I think it got down to 70-something. I don't know. Um, it was bad. Well, you, you laugh, but the truth is at night we're shivering trying to find covers and using our beach towels to try to cover up. Uh, it was cold, but uh, we're grateful for it. We're grateful for your support. And I wanted to show you this. This is um, 
Unlike what happens sometimes when we go on a missions trips, they're very, very poor countries, and they have nothing. And so that when we come, they kind of take for granted. We pay for everything, we do everything, and they just kind of receive it gratefully. But very rarely do we get gifts from those whom we go to serve. But this church was different. They, they wanted to thank each member of the team, including the Praying Pelican Ministries team that was there to help us, to serve us. They gave all of us gifts, and this is a gift that they gave to us as a church, and I wanted you to be able to see this. I'll give it to our missions group. Uh, it basically just says Costa Rica, but it's a, it's a good picture of what it looks like because some of the houses we went to see, uh, you, you could fit their whole house in your bathroom, I bet. Uh, it was so small and very, very poor. Many of them had nothing more than like paper as the outside of their house or maybe even some leaves that they had taken off of the palm trees. So they were very poor, uh, but they wanted to give a gift to us. And so it was very humbling. And the final service that we had, we, we were there for two services. One was a Sunday service and one was our final farewell service. Uh, the final service, which both were great, but the final service was the best, in my opinion, because it was like our church. It was like the church kind of went nuts and everybody's out dancing and celebrating the presence of God and what God did. And we had a chance to share testimonies as well as pray again for Pastor Alvaro and his wife, Victoria. And so it was really good. So thank you for being willing to release us as a team. It means that you lost 12 members of your church out that Sunday, and that's a big hit for any church. But thank you for allowing us to do that, and thank you for supporting us. I mean that sincerely. Thank you for being willing to release me to go and our team members to go. I know it meant some of you were jumping through hoops with your own kids at home and all of that fun stuff. Right to the last moment, finding out that your babysitter actually came through, for which we're grateful. Uh, but also, thank you for your financial support. We can't do that without it, so thank you. Um, I'm going to ask uh, uh, team members if they want to come and give a testimony. I know I have three here. I don't know if any of you other ones felt like you really wanted to give a testimony. So why don't you guys, I don't know who won the wrestling match to go first. The mic's on. Thank <laughs> you. 
script was um, really awesome. We decided to go in different times and shows and stuff. And the thing that struck me the most was the day that the Lord has brought us back together. So we invented our Sabbath, we divided them, we just changed the Sabbath to this. And then it goes into heaven and we thank God. And he's like, all right, well, you guys can keep some Monday. So there's that. Um, but through his spirit and through his son, he was um, to bring them together. And we saw that in some of the songs we sang especially in Farewell Circle. Some that we're used to singing in English. Hola. By the way, we had two Nicoles on this trip, and the way we differentiated was quiet Nicole and loud Nicole. Did I mention loud? <laughs>
<laughs> including her own testimony in Spanish. No. Really glad that we did go, and it was eye-opening. I mean, these families that have nothing want to give. 
want a day with food or drugs. You go grateful for what they have in their lives. Um, you can be seen as making more or less than your day. You show respect to anyone you meet. You're grateful that you're there. You protect them. And we catch ourselves here, you know, being grateful. Social media is our biggest platform for the Lord. Someone that we pray with or um, an earthly father is not the most
Southern part in the view. It was kind of just a park. And I'm very grateful for that experience. Thank you to all you guys who, you know, donated and prayed for us during our trip. It was incredible. And the last thing on that, that last service, I had to finish talking to y'all. It was incredible to see different people come from different places that we still serve and love the same God. That language isn't a barrier. We all just want to love and serve him and serve each other. It was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, just so you know, the food distribution is we went and we, as a church, bought all of the food and we put them in bags, 40 bags, and we took them to 40 different households in their villages. And again and again, we would hear, I mean, we went to one place where a young boy had come to our VBS program with the bright eyes. What was his name? Just, just Donnie is his name. And uh, you could see him as we're going into houses, looking at us, longing that we would come over to his. And finally, one of the houses, there was nobody there, and so he's there, and the pastor went over to talk to him, and we ended up going to his house. His mother wasn't there, but his sister was there, and the response is the same as we heard in many homes. We haven't eaten in days. Thank you so much for this food. So we kind of take it for granted that when we're hungry a little bit, we go to our cupboard and we get whatever we want. They hadn't eaten in days, and so this food for them was an amazing provision. And the other thing, especially like the last day, I mean, we, we prayed for people with, you know, physical ailments and they're just weeping in gratitude that we would care. But uh, especially one lady, we walked in, she's, I think she was maybe half blind, I'm not sure, there was something different about her eyes, I couldn't tell for sure. But she's sitting outside and as we walked up, she kept saying, it's a miracle, it's a miracle, I prayed that you would come. And uh, what an amazing thing that these people who have nothing are just looking to God for some level of help and provision. They have nothing. I mean, if you looked at where they live, they have nothing. And we walk up with this little bag of, you know, rice and flour and, you know, that kind of a stuff, and beans, and they're like, they're thrilled. They look at that as a miracle. If somebody walked into your house with some rice and beans, you probably wouldn't think too much. But for them, it's a difference between life and death. And so you guys helped to facilitate that again and again for 40 different households to provide food for them. So thank you. Any of the other team members wanted to give a real quick, brief testimony? At one, two, three, that I see. Okay, come quick, quick, run. <laughs> and then uh, Jed and Michaela, I'll have you guys next then. It was fun.
Good word. That is a good word for all of us because the truth is every one of us has the ability to help people around us, serve them as we serve the Lord, to give food as it's put upon our hearts, even just, you know, taking cookies or a pie over matters to people. It opens doors because food opens hearts. And then serving. Uh, One of the things that always bothers me is that when people will travel around the world on a missions trip and do work there, but they won't come back and serve their own church, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with that picture. If you're not a servant here, I don't want to take you there. So the idea is that we do these kinds of trips and it opens something in our hearts to realize that what we've been doing here, we can do anywhere because God's put it upon our hearts. So that's the joy of it. We're going to have Jed and Michaela come. They were on a missions trip to Thailand, to Chiang Mai, where they worked with children because that's just what they're good at. Uh, And I know they are. I don't say that facetiously. I know they are. So,
Good. It, it's really cool to see that when we go on mission trips, we tend to think of we're either going to preach and teach or we're going to build. But some of that is actually just ministry to the children, which is a huge blessing to the parents. Uh, the first time we ever went to Africa, in the nation we were in and in the area we were in, we went to do church, and I was preaching at church that Sunday, and I had a couple of young guys with me from another church who wanted to go along, 
And so we arranged that they would do children's ministry during church because normally the kids are just sent out of the church to play outside wildly. They had nothing. In fact, many of those kids up to age seven were never even named because the infant mortality rate was so high. Why bother naming the kids? They're just going to die. And so one of the joys that we have is to be able to bring to these places the value that children have. Just like we have here in this place, we want to be able to share that around. So um, thank you for listening to the testimonies. I appreciate it. And again, thank you for releasing and sending us around the world to do ministry as well as what we do here. Uh, I have something to say to you now.